Hello, hello. Here I am, Len Tillum, and you're listening on a podcast. Thank you very much. We got legal calls. We got answers. We're going to jump right into it. If you've got a problem, just call this number. We'll figure out how to get back to you. 1-800-996-4505. 800-996-4505. We're still taking calls, solving legal problems. You've got a legal problem, something that's making you crazy. You want to sue your neighbor. You want to sue a relative, you want to sue an ex-girlfriend, your boss is a jerk, you got to file bankruptcy, your boyfriend's been arrested, you know what I'm talking about, call the lawyer. All right, let's start this show. Justina, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len, thank you for taking my call. I'm calling because my uh, son and I, my ex-husband and I are battling with my child custody for my five-year-old son. He gave me the wrong court date when I had originally went um, to court with him back in August. Now, wait, wait a second. How many children are we talking about? One? One son, five years old. And when was this court date? In August. It was, it was he told me the, the, day bef- the day after, and so it was originally like on the 29th, but he told me the 30th over the phone. So he said it was on the 29th of August, but it was really August 30th. Yes. And so you were there on the wrong day, and what happened on the right day? What happened on the right day? He got full custody? Yes. Yeah. And I'm supposed to make child support payments to him. Yeah, look. Well, I was I was staying at a woman's shelter, a woman's abuse shelter in Marine County at the time. And I had just got my apartment and my place, and I had just got um, uh, welfare instilled with my son, and then my ex-husband petitioned to have him taken away from me back in August, and... Um, because I was living in Richmond, and he was living in San Jose. Where, where are you living now, Justina? Right now I'm in Oakland. Are you in your own home? No, I do not live in my own home. I'm homeless right now. You're homeless? Yes. So, assuming you can get custody or visitation with your son, what is it you want? You want full custody of your son? I mean, yes. you're not going to give... How are they going to give a homeless person full custody? Exactly. So you never it's never going to happen. I mean, if you what you're saying is, your honor, I don't have a home. Let me have custody of my son. He'll live in a car with me. Is is a judge going to give you that kid to to live with? No, he's so, not. So you got to come up with a better plan. Exactly. And what what I need well, I had my own place at the time. I was living in Richmond. And then the economy went bad, and I lost my jobs. And I'm looking yeah, for jobs. I got I it, Justina. I, you don't have, do you have income? Are you working? Yes. Okay, so let, let's go through it one at a time. First of all, going back to the trial or the hearing in August, your excuse, it won't work and it's too late because whenever a court hearing is scheduled, the date and time of the hearing and the courtroom number are printed on the front page of the notice. And Which you, I never got. Well, yeah, but you're homeless. I, I mean, when, you no, know, at the time I wasn't. At the time I was not homeless. I had my apartment. I had the insurance and everything. Well, okay, next. Let me, let me move on. It was over six months ago. Right. So it's too late to file a motion to reconsider because your deadline for doing that was 10 days, like September 5th or 10th after the order was granted. So here's what's going on. Let's start fresh. Leave the old stuff alone. It's not going to get you anywhere, and the court's not interested. Right. You can file a new petition to modify the child custody order and get more custody. The court has the power to modify child custody whenever the court thinks a change is necessary or proper in the child's best interest. 
And the court really does want children to be with their mothers and with their fathers, you know, terrible fathers, terrible mothers, you know, in in the eyes of the ex-spouse or the other parent, get visitation. But Uh, I don't mind sharing custody with with my ex-husband half and half. Let's be realistic. How can you expect the judge to give you more custody when you haven't got a place to live? And and you've been denied. The judge says no visitation or visitation at, at your ex's home, or you can't visit with your kid at all. I can see my son, yes. Where? He, I go over to friends' houses, and he comes where I stay. Are you sneaking Thanks, behind the father's back, or the father knows about it? No, he knows about it. Okay, so that's going on. Visit with your son, but you're not going to get custody until you've got a place to live. I mean, I if you say to the judge, I want the kid to sleep over with me, the judge or the, your husband's lawyer, I bet your husband's got, ex-husband's got bucks and a lawyer, right? No, he doesn't have a lawyer. Okay. Well, anyway, you don't need a lawyer to ask this question. Where is your son going to sleep when he's with you overnight? How do you answer that question? He's in bed. What bed? You don't have a bed. You're homeless. Well, when I, when I said I was homeless, I didn't mean literally like I'm on the street homeless. Well, I have a place to stay, and I pay rent where I'm at. So you're not homeless. Where do you stay? Tell me. Is it a secret? I stay in Oakland. No, I stay in Oakland. So why did you tell me you're homeless? Because, to me, that's homeless. To me, I feel like I'm homeless. Like, I can't take care of my son, and, and I just don't feel like Okay, let's drop room. homeless. Don't call yourself homeless anymore. You okay. can put, you have room and a bed for your son to stay, and you're working, and you're paying your rent, right? Yes. Yeah, don't cripple yourself by calling homeless. You got it? Don't do that. So okay. go petition the court. And what court issued the order? Was that in San Jose? Yes. Every court, even in Contra Costa County, Solano County, San Jose, um, they all have family law court facilitators. And you get somebody there, one of these family law court facilitators who are free and trained to help you fill out papers and get the right court, and you petition the court to let you have more visitation overnight with your son. Now... Do I have to uh, apply in San Jose, or can I do that anywhere? No, you have to, you have to do it where the, where the court is, and that's San Jose, right? Okay. Santa right. Clara County. Okay. That's where your kid lives, right? Yes. That's the court that has custody. Wait a second. Do you have a car? Yes, I do. Okay, so you've got to think of all the things, you know, the visitation, the pickup, the dropping off. Work all that out, okay? Yes. All right. Also, my uh, ex-husband has uh, payments that he makes to his ex-wife to whom he was previously married, and I was wondering, is there any way that I could petition to have that expunged so that he could continue to make uh, child support payments to my son if it comes down to a No, forget, and- don't get involved between your ex-husband and his ex-wife. Who knows what's going to mind your own business. You have the court has no authority over that in your divorce. Stop worrying about getting payments from your husband. Please, it's going to be a long time before you're going to be getting child support payments from your husband. I'm telling you right now the way the courts go. Just go for overnight visit and don't worry about anything else, okay? All right. Thank, thank you. you. Keep it simple. John in San Francisco, what are you calling a lawyer for? I'm calling a lawyer today to find out if there can be any charges filed against the husband of a woman who committed suicide. Tell me the story. The story is, three weeks prior to her death, they changed their will. The woman is bipolar. 
in changing their will, she left everything, including a property and home that she had inherited from her father to her to her husband. Okay, skip ahead three weeks. He tells her that he's going away for a week and gives her a gun. He comes back last week. She's still alive. Forty-five minutes after he returns home, she's dead. She committed suicide with the gun. How do you know he didn't kill her? That's true, too. He could have killed her. But I want to know is, can there be any charges filed against the husband for giving her the gun? Well, let, let's go. it could be manslaughter or even murder. He can be convicted if the DA can convince a jury that the husband knew his wife was suicidal and uh, he gave her the pistol on purpose to push her into suicide. That's a known fact that they had already told, the doctors had told her to keep her away from guns, that she was suicidal. And he had the motive to... Uh, wait, 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 wait. They were married, right? That for 27 years. Did they have children? Yes, they did. And one of them's like 30 years old, or not 30, but 25. Had she killed herself without a will, he would have gotten half of his sep her separate property. And they have one child? Yes, but... Half. And he would have got all the, the community property. I, I, look... In the new will... Uh, what do you think? Did he kill her? What do you think? No, if you were on the jury, would you put him in jail? Oh, yeah. I think he, that she, he furnished her the gun. She committed suicide. She also killed her dog. That's why I think she did it. And what happened in those 45 minutes? He came back. She wasn't deep. He walks in. He says, oh, you're still alive, huh? Yeah. What happened in those 45 minutes? He expected her to be dead within that week while he was gone. How do you know? He told you this? No, I just know. Well, I, I just know. Why else would he give her a gun and be gone for a week? When did this happen? Last week. Has he, the cops talked to him or nothing? Nothing yet. <sighs> Who knows what's going to happen? I, you know, yes, he could be convicted of murder or even manslaughter. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it, it, the, son, the son will go after the father for the... For the and, and try to get a, a like a manslaughter or if the son if the guy gets convicted of manslaughter for killing her then he can't inherit under her will and everything goes to the son okay because more reason why the son wants dad in jail absolutely and the weird part is three weeks ago he had her sign everything over to him in the new will you know, I don't know if the DA knows about this, but if the DA told him that, the DA, this is the kind of case that would grab publicity. You know, everybody's, everybody's going to hate him. You know, oh, I hate him. I everybody hates him. You know, you hear this story. What a sleazy guy. Totally. This would be the front page of the papers. He'll get some big fancy lawyer to take the case. It'll make publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What was the name of the guy? P Scott Peterson. Was that his name? Uh, the one who killed his wife. Big yep. trial. Mm -hmm. It's like a Scott Peterson kind of case. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really something. Okay, I'll let you know if, uh, what, what becomes of it. You keep us up. Where, what county did this happen to? This happened in Humboldt County. Humboldt? Maybe they were all stoned on pot, too. No, I, no they weren't. She's no. not a stoner. Okay. Not, not Thank you. There you go. Any cops in Humboldt County listening? All of a sudden, they're going to get very interested in this. Mike in Napa, what are you calling a lawyer for? Hi, Lynn. Uh, I'm calling because... Uh, my son is sitting in juvenile hall. He's 17 years old. He's bipolar. Uh, He's been diagnosed as bipolar? Yeah, and being, has been treated in the past for it as well. Is he on medication for it? Not any longer. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he self-medicates with marijuana, um, mostly. What, what's he in juvenile hall for? Uh, 
well, originally he's arrested for possession of ecstasy, two pills, which are felony charges, mm-hmm. uh, and marijuana. And he's uh, 17? Uh, well, he was originally arrested when he was 16. For what? Uh, possession. Th- th- those two possession charges. And But why did they lock him up in juvenile hall since January? This it, Part of this doesn't make sense. He... he uh, what they uh, the, he was originally arrested, put in juvenile hall. He was sentenced to uh, a drug rehab program, which he ran away from. When they caught him, uh, they brought him back to juvenile hall. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. You mean a live away, lock you up drug rehab program? Live away, yes. Where is the state getting all this money to pay for a kid who's picked up with a little bit of marijuana? Something's missing here. They do not give kids extensive treatment like this for a little bit of marijuana they, they and they said at the time he was 16 and a half and they sentenced him to be held until he was 18 wait this it it sounds draconian i mean is there something you're not telling me because of his mental illness he beat up a teacher he attacked no, no. you got the public defender yes the and public- why are they keeping him what are they keeping him in juvenile hall for what good does it do to lock up a mentally ill kid, and that's that. My, here's here's what this is. This is why I'm calling now. What this has culminated into. On Wednesday evening, they found him almost dead. He attempted suicide. Uh, uh, they, when they were doing re- room checks, uh, they saw him in his room. He was blue, strangling himself. Uh, and they won't let him come home. No. Don't they have a, 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 a treatment program for mentally ill kids? No. Or, no nothing. Just no. lock them up. Lock them up or send them to drug rehab. But he's in, bipolar. In the, he's, in, they don't, the probation department doesn't care. Something's missing here. You've got to get your kid out of juvenile hall. That's why I'm trying to get It a doesn't make, what is he, they're saying we're waiting for a treatment program, but we have no spaces now? Exactly. And on top of this, during this in, excursion, uh, uh, they assaulted him and broke his nose. They're probably saying he fought back or didn't do what they wanted. I have they, no I idea. Was, I was told that it, that's one of their techniques. Yes. Look, judges would listen to you more if you had a psychiatrist who could testify in court that the probation department is wrong and your son's bipolar and being home with you or taking care of him would be better than locking him up like this. And, and this there's a day treatment program that he could be attending. you got to get a private lawyer. The public yeah. defender won't help you at all? No. you got to get a good private lawyer. You know who's good? A guy named John Lamont, L-E-M-M-O-N. He's in Glen Ellen. I happen to like him. He's a good... I'm not sure of his phone number. you got a, a pencil? Yes. Write down the name. How can you forget it? It's like Lemon, but with two M's. John Lamont, L-E-M-M-O-N. He is a, he's done work. He's represented a lot of kids in this town. He's a really good lawyer, good criminal lawyer, honest guy, John Lamont. You call him up. He's in Glen Ellen, okay? Okay. Great. Thank you very You've much. You've got to get him out. You're going to have to spend some money on lawyers and a shrink. But it seems to me that the court and the probation are all screwed up, unless there's something you're not telling me. No. The, in, in fact, the the... Shift supervisor that evening, the next, the next, we had visitation with him the next day. That's when we, they didn't even call me to tell me that my son almost died. Yeah, you better get him out of there. The, Save the, his life. The next day, I had about an hour long conversation with the shift supervisor, and she agreed. And she said, 
she now realizes that all this time he's been in there, they've been treating him as a juvenile delinquent when they should have been addressing his... He's mentally ill. ill. Yes, yes, we punish mentally ill people by locking them up. That's how we, we closed all, you know, the mental yeah. hospitals. It's a tragedy. Get some help. Get a lawyer. Take them to court. Do something, okay? Thank you very much. Yeah, even if it means mortgaging your house, go do it. Save your kid. Alicia in Danville, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Thanks for taking my question. Sure. I'm calling to ask about a dog bite. Oh, no. I can handle it. And my preteen daughter. We have a lovely older neighbor lady, and she has my daughter do some pet sitting for her. She go- my daughter goes over and lets the dog out when the lady's at her part-time job. Well, the other day, my daughter went to do her job, and she picked up the dog, who was very old and doesn't like to be handled too much. She picked him up, and he bit her on the head. Mm-hmm. On, so, on your daughter's head? Yeah. It's not serious, but it drew blood about the size of a raisin. Mm-hmm. So I did my you know, parent homework, and I looked on the Internet. Is there anything I need to do? I, know, I knew the dog didn't have rabies. How do you know the dog doesn't have rabies? He's in the vet all the time. Right, and he gets his shots, right? He gets his shots. Get, ask the nice old lady for just the certificate that shows. And by the way, most home dogs don't have rabies, right. even when a home dog bites you. But people get scared, you know, and they, they yeah. quarantine the dog. This dog doesn't sound like it needs a quarantine. No. So my problem is I noticed that, if, that my daughter probably needs a tetanus shot because she hasn't had one in quite some time. Yeah, good idea. Deep puncture wound, good idea. Right. So when I go to get the tetanus shot, isn't the doctor required to report the dog bite? And I don't want to tell that it's my neighbor. Do I, I have cannot. To I, can, I don't think you have to give the name. And I can't imagine a doctor is going to refuse to treat your daughter if you don't identify the dog that bit her. Um, okay. And one dog bite, told. one dog bite from an old dog doesn't make the dog vicious. You know, okay. get your dog. Tell your daughter what the doctor what's going on. When did she get bitten? It was just the other day. Get there today. Take her in for the shot. Yeah, don't wait. You know, really. Lockjaw's a terrible thing. You get that from a puncture wound. Go get her a tetanus shot. Okay. Don't don't worry about the dog. dog But you ask the neighbor, make sure the dog's got a rabies shot. Yeah. You want to see the certificate. And then you know what else? Watch the dog for a couple of days. or I think they quarantine him for two weeks. If the dog starts foaming at the mouth or going berserk, then get scared, okay? Watch the dog. No, your daughter's in trouble. But uh, I don't think this dog has rabies. Okay. Home dogs, it's very rare. Thank you. Good show today. You got problems? Call it in. You can always email me, len at lentillum.com. You know, we do a lot of trusts and estates. That's the basic heart of our practice. Who gets your stuff when you die? Anything to do with trusts, if you've got questions, call it in. We'd love to hear from you. Okay? And write me a letter, len at lentillum.com. We'll answer all of those. Personal injury, Jim Gagan will be answering those too. Send other questions too, but personal injury and trusts and estates, the things we specialize in, those we're experts on and we can help you. You need a trust? Why don't you consider me as your lawyer? I'd love to do it. Thank you.